This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, June 28th, 2020. The Kingdom, Are You Prepared? So good morning, Connection Community Church. So glad you decided to join us this morning for worship. Today our focus is the third and final message in our series, The Kingdom. Well, good morning, Connection Community Church, on this last Sunday of COVID lockdown. Woohoo! Woohoo! My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? Almighty God, we thank you so much for today. It's a day that you've made, it's a day that you knew so long ago. And now, as we share your message, your parable, May it change and transform our hearts so that we may draw closer and closer to you and sell out to who you are and whose we are. I pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Everybody gathered in many, many locations said, Amen. 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 So Jesus often used parables in his teaching parables, short, simple stories that told a greater truth. He often started these parables and it sounded like this. The kingdom of heaven is like dot, dot, dot. And then he would go on to share a story. He would complete the simile with a very simple everyday comparison that virtually everyone who was listening could understand. Today, we are looking at one of those parables. It's the parable of the 10 bridesmaids. Check it out. We find this in Matthew 25, verses 1 through 13. Here it is. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. 10 bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But, with, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps as the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. And then all those bridesmaids <clears throat> got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will be not enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the other bridesmaids came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Yeah. This is a very interesting parable. Once again, we see Jesus taking this everyday event and building a bridge to explain something very important. Now, there's a scholar, his name's William Barclay. We um, use his work quite a bit as we're preparing for these messages. He says that Jesus describes, what Jesus describes here in this parable is something that could have happened anytime in a Palestinian village. He talks about weddings, and weddings were great occasions, as they are today. 
the whole village back then would come out and walk with the couple to their new home. And they took the longest route in order for people to be able to see for as many people as possible to be able to witness this important occasion. Hmm. In that culture, when a couple married, it was not a single day event for the guests, nor did the couple even go on a honeymoon. Instead, they stayed home and had open house for a week. Yeah. Treat, and, and, and they were treated like and often even referred to as prince and princess. There you go. A chosen friend shared not only in the ceremony, the wedding ceremony, but in the all-week party as well. Here's another important aspect of the ceremony back in that day and that time. The bridesmaids stayed with the bride. Now, that is true in the weddings uh, and prior to the weddings, absolutely. So these bridesmaids stayed with the bride until the groom arrived, but the challenge is they didn't know when that was going to happen. They didn't know when the groom was going to show up. It wasn't like, we're going to get married at 2 o'clock and everybody's there. No, that's <laughs> not how it was. The groom could show up like tonight, tomorrow, a week or two. That would drive me crazy. I was not born to live in that day and time. No <laughs> one knew for sure. It was like a game, not a fun one in my book. And they thought it might be fun to catch the bride and the bridesmaids napping <laughs> not. So, hey, I have this, I've done three weddings and helped with a fourth one. I have this notebook that is like every minute and it worked. So There'd anyway. be one section with a question mark on this one. Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> so anyway, back to this story. The groom would come at an unexpected time, even in the middle of the night. And he was required to send someone ahead in the street shouting, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. <laughs> that could happen any time. So the bridal party needed to be ready to go in the street whenever that clarion call was made. It's also important to note that according to Barclay, no one was allowed in the street after dark without a lamp. Yeah. In addition, once the bridegroom arrived and the door was shut, latecomers to the ceremony were not admitted. It was, the door was shut and locked. I'm telling you, weddings today, that's luck, not buddy. how it works. Hello. Anyway, Jesus shares in this parable a slice of everyday life to those who were listening, and in this case, it was the disciples. The teaching was in response to a question that they had asked earlier, and we find it in the previous chapter. This parable is in Matthew 25, and we find in Matthew 24 some discussion that leads into this whole thing. Let me share, set the scene. We're looking at Matthew chapter 24, verses 1 through 3, New Revised Standard Version. As Jesus came out of the temple and was going away, his disciples came to point out to him the buildings of the temple. Then he asked them, you see all of these, do you not? Truly I tell you, not one stone will be left here upon another. Hmm. All will be thrown down. 
when he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us, when will this be? I mean, you can imagine what he said was pretty alarming. So they wanted to know, like, when. Tell us, when will this be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Hmm. So Jesus is looking to the future, to the end times, to when he will return. Churchy word for this is eschatology. Comes from the Greek eschatos, which means last, and logi, which means study of, study of the last, or end times. There are volumes written on this subject, and there are great discussions and debates about it, uh, very, very deep and uh, theological. These discussions often include words, maybe you've heard them like second coming, rapture, tribulation, millennialism, Last judgment can very, get very deep and challenging, to say the least. Pre-trib, post-trib, it goes... Thousand years. Yes. All that, yeah. So in chapter 24, Jesus offers the disciples some insight, telling them to watch out that no one deceives them. For many will come in his name claiming to be Christ. Then... He gives them a brief overview, telling them that many false prophets will appear. Golly days, that sounds familiar. And people will be deceived. And because of the increase in wickedness, the love of most people will grow cold. Oh, so I need to continue. Matthew 24, verse 14. And this good news of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the word as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. So Jesus goes on to say that at, the, at that time, the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky and the nations of the earth will mourn. He also says that no one knows about the day or the hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son himself. Only the Father knows. And then, and then he goes back in time. He reaches back to an event early on when he says, like in the days of Noah, people were going about their business as usual, and they knew nothing of the flood until it came and swept them away. Wow. Check it out. Matthew 24, 42 through 44. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming, Jesus shared with him. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. Yeah. So all that's Matthew chapter 24. It's Matthew chapter 25 that he shares the teaching of the parable. That leads right into today's parable, which begins, the kingdom of heaven will be like this. And then he compares it to a wedding feast called the parable of the ten bridesmaids. Five of the bridesmaids were wise and five were foolish. Now it's interesting to note the five bridesmaids that were foolish. It wasn't because they fell asleep. I mean, they all fell asleep. How could they stay awake for maybe a couple days on end? They didn't know when the, bride, when the bridegroom was coming. So 
it wasn't falling asleep that made them foolish. What made them foolish is that they weren't prepared. They were not prepared. They came with lamps, but no oil. The wise bridesmaids had taken flasks of oil with their lamps. So they were wise. They were prepared for the bridegroom to come. Even if they fell asleep, they were prepared when that call went out. The bridegroom is coming. Mm. So there's several places in Scripture that refer to the bride of Christ. And the bride of Christ throughout Scripture is the church, a symbolic of the loving, committed covenant relationship between Jesus and his believers, Jesus and the church at large. Church is the bride. Jesus is the bridegroom. And that's true of the parable of the ten bridesmaids. Jesus is the groom here. He is the one who is coming. And uh, even though we don't know when that will be. And so the church, the bride of Christ, we are, in the we are in this case, like the wedding party, we're the bridesmaids. The lamps remind us that Jesus is the light of the world and that he calls us to be the light as well. We all have lamps. The question is, are we prepared? Do we have oil? The oil, excuse me, the oil represents our preparedness, our connection to Jesus, a relationship with him that allows us to shine through to those who we meet, to the world out there. You know, we cannot earn our own salvation. We don't deserve it. It's a gift, pure and simple, something that we receive. But if we don't do anything with the gift, it's just wasted. It is wasted. We need to respond, to open up the gift, to receive our salvation, and, and it becomes a process where day by day, week by week, year by year, we grow closer and closer to Jesus. I am amazed at the things that I read in Scripture today that I've read two years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and how God just keeps teaching me and teaching me until my last dying breath. God intended us to be the light of the world. That's the oil, God, God's Holy Spirit, this oil that lights our lamps. Mm. And so the foolish bridesmaids were not prepared. They had lamps, they had no oil. A lamp without oil, well, it's useless, isn't it? It's of no value. And so they tried to borrow some oil from the other bridesmaids, from the wise bridesmaids who'd brought a flask of oil with them. Tried to borrow some from those who were prepared, but to no avail. You know, the same is true for us. You can't borrow a relationship with Jesus Christ from someone else. Gosh, that's really important. It's crucial. No one can connect you with Jesus. I mean, they can introduce you to Jesus. They can invite you, but they can't create that relationship that's absolutely crucial. It's you and you alone, you and you alone, who can live out the saving relationship with Jesus Christ. The relationship that he offers through his death on the cross, the relationship that he offers each and every one of us, every one of us, even though we are brothers and sisters in Christ, 
even though we are our brothers and sisters keeper from going back to Cain and Abel, even though we are to love our neighbors as ourselves, as Jesus told us, it's impossible for any of us to step in and to give salvation to someone else. That's not what we can do. It's a one-on-one you and Jesus thing between you and Christ. A person cannot get their oil from someone else. And so the bridesmaids didn't have any, these five foolish ones, and so they went out to buy some. And while they were out buying the oil, guess what happened? The groom came. The groom came, and those who were ready went with the groom. They went Mm. to the banquet, and the door was shut. That's what the parable says. And those who came late, the foolish bridesmaids, could not get in. That's, that's really... That's a tough one. That's a tough one to swallow. When they came back, the door was closed. Matthew 25, verse 13. Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, truly I tell you, I do not know you. Boy, that's really hard. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Mm. We don't know the day or the hour when Jesus is coming back, but we do know this. He is coming. (laughs) It's just like we don't know the day and hour when we'll breathe our last, do we? But we do know that that day and hour is coming. It's coming. Um, The question is, are you prepared? Are you ready? Are you ready? You, you, you have a lamp, but do you have oil? Do you have oil? Enough oil that Jesus can shine through you to the world. He's the light of the world. He says we are too. That's because we allow his light to shine through our lamp. His oil shines through us. When the time comes, will you be ready to go to the banquet? Ready for all that God has in store for you. Are you ready for the banquet, the banquet of having a relationship with Jesus Christ? Gosh, the food in that banquet is so good. Oh, yeah. Never ending. Never end. Are you ready for that banquet? Are Are you open to, when was the last time you even talked with Jesus? Hopefully it was today. Or maybe last week when we did that. Maybe last week. But I mean in prayer. When was the last time you listened? Opened your heart and soul to him. Maybe opened your arms and welcomed him and uh, into your, that day of your life, into that hour, into that moment, (laughs) into your life. Maybe for the first time, gosh, for some, maybe it's been a thousandth. It's important to keep doing it though. Here's the question. If Jesus came back today, came back today, right now, right here, Right where you are, are you prepared? Are you prepared? Is he your Lord and Savior? It's a a simple question. Is he your Lord and Savior? Do you have oil in your lamp? If your next breath was your last, but it's hard to imagine, but that there will come a point where it is. If your next breath were your last, are you prepared for the banquet that God desires to give you? through the good news of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Let's get ready. And let's pray. 
a most holy God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, please help us to be ready. Please help us to know that you are coming, and please help us to be ready. Please help us to be ready through being in relationship with you, opening our lives to you. Please help us to have that oil. Give us that oil to light our lamps, to keep our lamps lit so we can be your light in the world, your hands, your feet, your eyes, your ears, your mouth in the world. Please help us to truly be Christians, Christ followers, Christ disciples. Please help us to be your witness here, there, and everywhere to the very ends of the earth, Lord. Please help us to not be foolish and to just have a lamp. Please help us to always have that oil, the oil of your love, so that we can be your light in the world. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, we pray. All those gathered said, Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life he offers.